All information given in this episode is for educational purposes and should not be tried prior to consulting a licensed physician and or certified state or accrediting bodies. We encourage all listeners to research, talk, and make all inquiries to all of the important professionals and governing bodies before acting on any information heard on the Day Love It podcast. Any action taken by any listener is done by and under their own omission and action, whether conscious to the results, positive or not. To the Della Fit Podcast, 360 degrees of holistic fitness and health, all in one podcast. What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the 360 Degrees of Holistic Fitness and Health. That is the Daily Life Fit Podcast. I am your host, Willie's number one son, aka the Body Alchemist, Sun Moon Bay. And I am super, super excited to be back with you all after our long hiatus. Uh, let me tell you something. Uh, how many times you all have reached out to me to talk about when is the show coming back? Uh, where, what new topics are we going to be talking about? I appreciate you all. And in the work that we're doing here and all the things that we're doing, let me just tell you, we were going and scouring the globe, trying to find awesome people. And I've got a great guest right now because our topic we're going to be talking about is relationship health. A lot of things we talk about, you know, dealing with uh, uh, mental health, spiritual health, our physical fitness, all of this is important to us here as human beings on this planet. We have to have that balance. We have to have it. So one very important piece of the puzzle is how we interact with relationships. And I've been hearing you all out there. I've been hearing you constantly. You're like, Sun Moon, please, Sun Moon, please. Let's talk about relationships. Well, guess what? We're going to talk about it with my guest right here. And let's take him off of the mute right here. My special guest, Roy. Now, Roy, before I introduce you, and everybody on the podcast knows I am notorious for butchering people's <laughs> last names. And I grew up with the name Sun Moon, so I am super sensitive to everybody else where it comes to their names. All right. Yeah. So could you please pronounce your last name and let's so I can continue to introduce you because you are an amazing person. Well, I appreciate that. And the name looks a little scarier than it actually is, but is my name is Roy Biancalana. Roy so Bianca if you just Lana. split it up like Bianca Lana, Bianca and it, Lana, and it kind of rolls name. off your tongue. Yeah, good yes, Italian sir. name. Oh, all right, all right, awesome. awesome. See, I, like I said, I grew up with the name Sun Moon, so I got teased often, <laughs> you know. And then, uh, ironically, as the creator would have it, he always throws a little caveat into your character. He's like, "But you're gonna be have a problem with pronouncing everybody's name." So that's what we're gonna do with you. Yeah, so yeah. thank you so much for being here. Oh, so, it's great to be here. I love what you're up to. The the fitness being expanding into so many areas of our lives because we can get very focused on one part and forget about the other parts. 
Yes, yes. And in today's Western society, I find that they want to compartmentalize everything. You know, oh, if you're fit here, you're fit. You know, mm-hmm. but what about all these other aspects of your life? Right. So just let's just get into it. Because when I saw your bio, I was immediately like, yes, this is the man that we need to talk to. So mm-hmm. let's, let's break down a little bit of your credentials here. Um, first of all, certified relationship coach and nationally recognized expert in the field of attraction and conscious relationships. First of all, I love that in itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, author of three number one best-selling books and the latest of which is Relationship Bootcamp, Hardcore Training for, love, for Life, Love, and the Pursuit of Intimacy. Now, you have been in this realm of fitness, and I do mean this realm of fitness, for the past 15 years. Uh, First of all, Roy, what got you involved in relationship health? Yeah, Um, it's a similar story, I think, to a lot of people in a lot of areas, what gets them serious about getting in shape in some particular area of their life. And that was that my love life was a disaster. Right. I mean, I was fat, not ashamed. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I was married for 19 years. Okay. So here's my quick story. Married for 19 years. And that relationship became kind of a, a functional co-parenting brotherly sisterly kind of relationship. You know what I mean? It was, there was mm-hmm. no man woman part of it. And that wasn't satisfying for either one of us, especially for me. And so I initiated a divorce and I immediately then, of course, rebounded predictably, almost a cliche into the dead opposite kind of relationship where it was just all sex. And at the time that was wonderful for me because it had been so long. And then we were together for two and a half years and and we were engaged. And six months before the wedding, she broke up with me. And that rocked my world. Sun Moon, I'm talking about like a one-year-long midlife crisis. I mean, I couldn't sleep. I had heart palpitations, sweaty palms, obsessive thinking. I became a lousy father. My career suffered. I was just a mess. Now, in the midst of all of that, again, I did the brilliant thing, and I'm laughing and joking when I say that, is the only way I knew at the time to deal with my pain was to join a bunch of dating sites and try to find a new woman to make me forget about the last one. Okay. So, Oh my Lord. I often tell my clients, you know, if you just do the opposite of everything I've done, you're going to have a pretty good love life. Okay. Cause I've made every mistake you can make in the book. So you can imagine the amount of drama I created with meeting women online. When I looking back, I wasn't emotionally available. I was in a sense using them to help me forget about the other one. So I really wasn't present. I really wasn't available and it created all kinds of drama. So here I'm now out of a divorce and then dumped by my fiance and then all this drama. And then a friend pretty wisely said, Roy, do you think you maybe you should hire a coach or do something? You know, And I'm like, really? Because here's the first thing that I want to say. It, and this is funny. This will make the audience laugh a little bit, but at the time, I actually thought that my relationship nightmares were all because of the women. Mm. I actually thought I was blaming my, all my ex-wife, all my ex-fiance, all the crazy women you meet online. I didn't really realize that I was the common denominator in every single picture. Right. And, but then at some point, I don't know really how it dawned on me, (laughs) Roy, maybe you've got an issue. 
<laughs> maybe you're not in such great relationship shape to put it in our terminology, right? Maybe you've got some blind spots, some personality things you're not noticing, some childhood conditioning right. that's showing up, some baggage, some issues, right? It, it never occurred to me that maybe it was me. So I did hire a coach and sure enough, I found out that although the women in my life had their issues, of course, it was me. Right. And right. one of the main messages I bring to my clients and that I share in my own podcast, by the way, I've got uh, the Attracting Lasting Love podcast this is my own podcast. And awesome. in my three books that circle my head, one of the main messages I bring is you're not going to transform the trajectory of your love life until you stop blaming everybody else and begin to look in the mirror, right? Now, I don't mean you should blame yourself and turn on yourself, but it's really coming to the recognition that relationship dynamics are co-created right. and there probably is something that you're doing that you're not aware of. There, There's a, a blind spot or there's a, a relationship persona, but maybe we'll talk about that. There, Maybe it's just issues, emotional issues, childhood issues that are impacting who you're selecting as a partner and who you're attracting. And that might be involved in the dynamics that you're seeing probably repeat themselves in your love life. So that's the biggest thing I try to tell people is to 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 not look out there and not point out there, but to turn your attention and start asking yourself some questions the ego hates. <laughs> which is what am I missing about me? What am I doing? What what is my part in this? Because once you start to have some aha moments, once you start to see what your part is in creating this, well, that's the stuff that you can change, right? So that is the number one thing is to how can I take responsibility for what's going on in my love life? Because that empowers us then to make changes and to create a different trajectory. That is so true. Um, I, I had to smile because when you started talking about your story, I was thinking about mine and I was thinking it's actually how the podcast was birthed. Okay. You know, simple, quick, because everybody's heard the story before, but young man meets young woman who's beautiful. Yeah. Everything he ever thought, you know, he would want in a woman had been in other relationships, not quite certain where he wants to go in his own path. She wasn't either. We had a conversation. She shared her feelings with me as to what she thought about me. We broke up. I went into depression, deep depression, and got to the point where I was like, had that pivotal moment, that awakening moment of, you know, the creator saying to me, you know, I created you for a purpose, just like I created her. What's your purpose? And then I started to. I feel open up like a flower, mm. you know? So hearing you, I totally understand where you're coming from. And that whole, uh, um, that pivotal moment of asking yourself that question, because it really is asking yourself the question of what's going on with you. Mm -hmm. So, all right, now that you've done this, all right, what what took place from there? And, and, and how did you begin to, I guess, piece together this formula, which led you to, I would say, and, and I imagine heal yourself, mm -hmm. but at that point, start to help heal others. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did hire a coach. I hired someone and just the, the basic question was, why can't I make a relationship with a woman work? Because my professional life, 
was sort of okay, but man, I couldn't make an intimate relationship work or last or be healthy or be strong. And, you know, so I worked with a coach for about two years and which is a long time to work with someone on this stuff, but I was, <laughs> was pretty messed up. So, um, and really there was so many things that I discovered. Um, and one of them was sort of how my childhood conditioning and my relationship to my mother was sort of playing itself out in my adult relationships. Uh, and this is mm-hmm. really common. So maybe I spent a minute or two explaining this, Please. Uh, what happened, because I think it will relate to people um, because we all come out of our childhoods with some wounds or with some stories that we learn or our childhoods are powerful. If there's one message from psychology, it's that your childhood is a big deal. <laughs> okay. Amen, so, right. <laughs> Amen. So my relationship with my mother was a little, maybe it's not even strange. Maybe it's more common than I know, but she was kind of a, she took care of our family's physical needs, but she was a little distant emotionally. She was kind of a harsh, demanding, um, kind of do it my way, mm. um, emotionally distant, kind of cold type of mother. Okay? okay. Now I'm a little boy, and of course I want to be close to my mother. It's like you could you could almost say she's my first girlfriend or my right. first experience of feminine energy, I could say. And so what I learned was the way to get sort of her attention and her affection was if I sort of denied what I wanted or what I needed or what I was thinking, or I didn't prioritize myself, but if I made my life be about meeting her agenda, doing what she wanted, kind of meeting her needs, you could say in a way, if I made my life be about making her happy, then I felt some connection. But if I kind of showed up, even as a little boy, like I want this or I want that, or, you know, and I'm thinking more of myself or something, then it, it, it didn't even work. Hello, digital family. My name is Thorne and I'm part of the Delafit team. We certainly hope that you're enjoying the interview thus far and we'll be getting right back to it in just a few. I just wanted to let you all know that you can go to our website, www.delafitpodcast.com to learn more about us and our host on Moonbay. You should also follow us on social media for all the latest information on future guests, show topics, and all of 360 degrees of fitness and health tips and information. On Facebook and Twitter, we're at Delafit Podcast. And on Instagram, we're at DE underscore LA underscore Fib Podcast. Thank you and have a wonderfully fit and healthy day. I remember my dad even telling me, son, don't fight her. Just do it her way. It's going to make it easier. Right. So he, he bought into that whole thing too. Okay. So now, so that's what I did as a child, you know, is, is I became what I call good boy, Roy. 
right? I, if I'm a good boy, I feel some connection. I feel some warmth. Right. Okay? That felt really good. Now, I didn't know that I was making a persona out of this. I, I didn't know that I was learning, you know, in, in the situation, Roy, this is how you get close to women. You make mm-hmm. your life be about taking care of theirs. You sort of ignore yourself and anything you want, you need, and you're just devoted to, you know, doing what they want, making them happy, and then you'll you'll feel some attention and affection. But that's what was happening. Now you fast forward, you know, a number of years ago, I'm in my early 40s, and I'm finally, I'm in these relationships where to say I was over-functioning would be an understatement, right? Mm-hmm. I have a chapter in my first book that I call The World's Greatest Boyfriend. Because that's what I became because be a good boy, Roy. In other words, if you right. want to get the attention and affection of a beautiful woman, then make your life be about taking care of hers. Mm. So I would meet women and I would be like, you know, what do you, you know, kind of like, what do you need me to do? Like, I'll help take care of your kids. I'll clean your house. I'll do your laundry. I'll do the shopping. I'll take the kids to tutoring or to soccer. I'll wash your car. I'll cut your grass. I'll do all this stuff. Now, because I had come out of a marriage where there was no sex, kind of the codependent deal was, I'll take care of your life if you take care of me. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. Right. And that's what I did. So I was showing up like a rescuer showing up like um, Superman, I'll swoop in. And so what I was attracting were women who I would describe as damsels in distress. They were successful and busy professionally, but they were single mothers with a couple kids and a household and they were overwhelmed. They were like, I can't manage all this. I'm working 60 hours a week. I got two kids, I got so much going on and I'm meeting this person and she's beautiful. And I'm like, oh, well, Hey, I can help. I'll take care of all of that for you. Right. <laughs> and so I got in this dynamic where I was like, you know, the hero and she was the damsel. And what I learned, I learned all this in my coaching thing that the reason, cause I kept complaining to my coach, why do I keep attract these women who are beautiful and they're successful, but they're, they're overwhelmed. They're stressed out. They, they can't seem to kind of manage it all and then I get in there and then I feel like I'm taking advantage of and I'm doing stuff I really don't want to do. I don't want to do your kids laundry. You know, we just met three weeks ago, right? I'm folding your kids socks and changing their sheets. You know what I mean? So I'm complaining about this and she helped me see some of my childhood that I had this belief. Well, that's the only way you can get a woman to love you or Mm -hmm. want you is if you function this way. And so I sort of walk up to that and I started to realize that as long as I was wanting to be the world's greatest boyfriend, you know, good boy, Roy, that that persona of being a caretaker, a hero, kind of a rescuer attracts and only attracts women who need to be rescued. Right. Women mm-hmm. who are damsels in distress. So my coach was like, forget about the women. They are always going to be attracted to you if you're showing up with that weird belief that people won't love you for just who you are only for kind of what you do for them right Right. so she helped me kind of work on that belief system and that way of relating and i'm telling you in the beginning it was really difficult because i didn't know who i was if i wasn't that guy i just thought i was just a really nice guy right willing to help but i mean all the stuff i was doing for women i was doing it from fear 
it's, it's one thing that if I wanted to express my love in that way and it helped that way and even be a Mr. Mom, that's fantastic right. if you're authentically choosing it. But I wasn't. I was afraid if I'm not doing that, then she won't give me the time of day. I won't feel any connection and so forth. So I was doing it from fear. And so I had to kind of figure out who am I if I'm not good boy Roy? If I'm, I mean, that might've been fine when I was five, six and seven to survive my childhood, but right. it's not necessary when I'm 40, 50 or 60 as I am now. So I had to do, I had to rework and try to find an authentic me. And so what I find with my clients on moon is almost all of them can point to some persona like this where they're functioning in a certain way. Like one of the most common I hear from women and it's similar to mine in that they, they talk about why do I keep attracting men who are sort of broken down or kind of falling apart <laughs> their career isn't going this way or that way. And they, and I just fix them. I just kind of help them. I, I, I kind of help them get back on their feet and, and then they leave something like that. And I'm so, well, I'm like, I'm, you're like being a Florence Nightingale. It, she only can work with wounded soldiers. Soldiers, right. She's a nurse. Nurses only work with sick people. You know, it's like you walk around with a wrench, like a mechanic. Well, the only thing you can work on is broken down cars, <laughs> right? So if you change your persona, what I call shape shifting, because th these things we do are like a, a psychological shape we have, you know, like two pieces of a puzzle, right? You, is you, ever make a, you ever make a puzzle, certain pieces fit with certain pieces and only certain pieces. Certain pieces, that's right. Right. So Roy the Rescuer only fit with Debbie the Damsel. Mm. They, they would go together like cookies and milk. <laughs> and, you know, Nancy the Nurse only fit, fits with wounded Wally. Right, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so the one of the most important things a person can do in their life is look for their relationship persona because you've got one. You, I don't care how great your parents were. You're going to come out of your childhood with some sort okay. of learned, this is how I get to feel love or safety, or I feel connected, or I feel wanted. If I'm this kind of little girl or this kind of little boy, I get less rejection. I get more applause. I get less punishment. I get more appreciation. And we learn to become something. That's right? true. Right? That's true. So part of waking up as an adult is looking at what you became that might not be authentic. It might have been fine back in the day when you were a kid, you survived your childhood, but now it's not really necessary and it creates codependency and so forth. So that's, that's what I learned. And that kind of work with my coach was so transformative for me, okay, because it changed everything that when I got out of that, I'm like, okay, Roy, what do you want to do with the rest of your life? Um, I want to do for other people what my coach just did for me. I want to help people ask the same questions, dig around in the same places and help them discover and come, become more self-aware and sort of figure out why is my love life messed up by asking these same kind of things. And so I just think that if people do the same kind of work I did and ask the same questions and look in the same places, they can have the same results. I mean, I'm in a great marriage now, a great relationship now, and it's not because I'm lucky or you know God loves me more than somebody else. No, it's it's because I did a certain process that is transferable. Right. And so now my life is just about trying to help other people the way my coach helped me and 
it's a blast when you finally get a client that says, I don't want to point the finger. I want to look at myself. I want to discover what I've been doing that I'm missing that's responsible for the mess that I've been experiencing. And then when, when that happens, talk about fun. It's a blast. It's, it's, it's awesome to hear you say this because there's so many points that you touched on that I find um, that I, one, I can recognize in myself and in talking with other individuals um, and other uh, guests and other people that listen to the show. The one thing that I do want to touch on first is you were talking about the relationship with your mother. Um, now, for those of you that know, and I'm going to uh, shamelessly plug myself, I'm on TikTok for some of my listeners out there, but I'm, I'm new to TikTok, but gotten this whole conversation, um, a particular TikToker, as they call themselves, I'm, I'm in, more, in my 40s, Roy, so <laughs> I'm, I'm new to certain terms. So, um, certain TikToker posted a uh, scene out of a Denzel Washington movie called Fences, and I would love to try to play it, but you know, we want to avoid copyright issues. Right, sure. But, um, it's a scene where he's talking to his son. And I don't know if you've seen the movie, but he's basically telling him. I've heard of it, but I don't know if I've seen it. So he basically, in a sense, is giving this long lecture to his son about why he takes care of him. And he's saying that it's not because I like you. I don't have to like you. He's like, I do it because it's my responsibility as a man. Mm -hmm. That's what a man does. And I'm looking at this. You going through my own transformation um coaches and mm -hmm. counselors and mentors and all this and i'm looking at this and i'm seeing in this i'm like wow this is a really dysfunctional lecture that he's giving his son because his son is really asking for one thing he's asking do you like me do you love me and everybody in this particular comment section is like yeah you know, that's that's how it should be. That's why things and people you know, are young people are so soft. And I'm like, that's why we have a lot of individuals who have a disconnect when it comes to love, when it comes to connecting. And this conversation is still going on with people sure. saying, but, you know, this is how it should be. You don't have to love your children. I'm like, it's yes, you should. <laughs> you should be able to say you love your child. You know, right. you should be able to connect in a certain way that's healthy. And I find it interesting, like you said, doing the work, but how many individuals stay connected to what I like to call it's it's not necessarily uh tradition because it's healthy. It's tradition because it's been passed on, but these are uh beliefs that have come from a certain time period whereas that might have been the rule of thumb because it was safe. It was a way to survive. Sure. And, you know, and listening to what you were saying about your mother and your your relationship with her and how that transfers out. This is what I was trying to say to this particular group. I'm like, these things transfer. Mm -hmm. And not to um not to uh not say women aren't affected, but we're dealing right now as two two men. Mm -hmm. 
we ourselves, uh, there's a whole stereotype in how men handle love, relationships, talking. I mean, sure. like you said, we are basically in the world viewed as function. Mm. We are functional, you know, as you were describing. So breaking out of that mentality, I think, is huge for many of us because it doesn't last long. I looked at my uncles and how they lived a lot of their life and as loving fathers, but more functional than mm -hmm. anything work themselves like an old toyota truck you know what i mean right so just couldn't do it anymore mm -hmm. and what i'm finding and what i love the fact the fact that you're here is i find this is what we need to turn each other or turn ourselves around because just as you're saying doing the work allows us to be more connected to our significant others mm -hmm. and to our children so can you talk a little bit about that how has that now that you've done the work, now that you've went through everything, you're helping others, how are you able to connect with your significant other, your wife, you know, as well as your children? Yeah. What I have found is that the quality of my relationships, especially the intimate ones, are a direct reflection of the quality of my depth as a man, I guess you could say, the quality of my consciousness, the quality mm -hmm. of my growth or my presence. Like, so if, if I'm taking care of in here and I'm growing and I'm facing some of my junk and working through things, then I'm just in better shape mm -hmm. to relate from a healthy place because I'm healthy in here, right? Because you can never create a relationship that's healthier than you are. Mm. Right. Ooh, it won't work. Right? You, you, that again. Yeah. You cannot create or experience a relationship that's healthier than you are. In other words, you can't be in a relationship where one person, oh, that person's so much more evolved than me, or I'm so much more involved than them. No, mm. you're the law of attraction just means like attracts like it means birds of a feather kind of flock together. Right. So it means that whatever relational health or fitness level, some relationship fitness level you are in, you will attract people at the same level and create a relationship that is as healthy as you are. So if you want better, deeper, more sustainable, healthier relationships, here's the trick. It's not about finding someone who's healthier or deeper or, or healthier. It's about you becoming that because mm. if the healthier you are, the healthier you attract. You follow me? So right, right. You, you control the quality of your relationships by how healthy you are, right? So so that leads into a discussion about relationship fitness, right? And I even wrote a book. Where is it? It's over here. Relation, relationship boot camp. Right, right. I, I put it in all fitness metaphors. It's going to be hardcore training for life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. One of the illustrations I use in the book to try to get this point home is that imagine that somebody wants to compete in a triathlon. Okay? They want to be successful in a triathlon. And so they're going to hire a coach to help right. them prepare to be successful. And there, there are triathlon coaches. I actually met one someday. It was amazing. Um, but so you, you hire this coach. And so the coach says, yeah, I'll help you be successful. I've done the Ironman. I've won the Ironman. I've done all that stuff. But now I'm retired and I coach other people. So mm -hmm. great, let's sit down. So you sit down with the coach. And you start asking questions that are mostly about the day of the race, race day. Okay. 
Like, how do I survive in the water and not get drowned? How do I transition from the water to the bike and the bike to the marathon? And then what do I eat? It's all day long. How much do I eat? What do I eat? When do I drink water? All these questions. And a really smart triathlon coach is going to hear the focus of attention. And he's going to say, you know, those are important questions. I'm not dismissing. Those are important questions, but you're not asking the questions you should be asking. Mm, okay. Uh, what's that? You should be asking me how to get in shape for this thing. <laughs> right. Because if you're 50 pounds overweight, you're not going 200 yards in the water. You're going to sink to the bottom. It's like, it's like, I don't care how good your race day strategy is. It, you've got to be in shape in order to go the distance. Right. That's the primary thing. If you're really fit, oh, well, then we can talk about strategy and that's going to be pretty easy. But if you're not in shape, the best strategy in the world is it's just going to back. You're never going to go the distance. So here's the correlation in your love life. When I talk to most clients, most people that are single, they don't want to be single. They want to create a great relationship. They end up talking about race day, meaning where do I go to meet someone? Mm. How do I approach them or how do I get them to approach me? What do I say? How do I flirt? What do I wear? Right. They're talking about that moment on the starting line. Like, how do I, how do I make a connection? How do I make it work? Right. And, and my response to that is, okay, those are important questions, but they're not the most important one. The most important one is, are you ready for that moment when you will inevitably, you know, God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, you will be put face to face with someone. It True. might be in a grocery store. I met my wife at a personal growth conference. I just sat down next to her randomly. You might meet somebody online. You might meet somebody at church. I mean, you're going to bump into someone. Boom. Right. Starting line. If, if you don't come to the starting line already in shape, you're screwed. Mm. You're not going to go the distance. Your baggage, your childhood stuff, your blind spots, your personalities, the, the stuff that has kind of played a part in your love life not working very well up until now, if that's still there, then I don't care who you meet. I don't care how wonderful the person is, how healthy and evolved they are. It's not going to go the distance because you're not in relationship shape. So I just try to grab my clients by the shoulders and I'm like, Ugh. Don't worry about where to meet them. That's not the issue. Get ready for something real. Do the work so that whenever, however life goes and you bump into someone, you're ready to rock. You're ready to connect authentically and from the heart and not play games and handle emotions and communicate properly and let go of all your past and don't project it onto, you know what I'm saying? So right, right. do your work, get your butt in shape. And then when you meet someone, you're gonna be all. You're gonna be off and running. That makes sense. I love it. it. It makes perfect sense. You know, one of my mentors and shout out to Richard Hawthorne, uh, pound for pound, one of the strongest uh, power lifters out there, elite lifter. He always told me this, and I laugh about it because you you said the exact same thing, basically in your own way. Which he was like, you know what? We lift, we work out. If people actually paid attention to how simple the formula is. They would be more successful he said they want to count macros or how much like you said protein and you know and how much accessory work i need to do to strengthen this muscle he said when all you need to do is really focus on how and what you are doing inside and 
keep to the technique. He said, but it's always about the focus is on you. He said, all the other stuff is great. It's all great. It's all, it's like gravy on potatoes. He said, but it's not the potato. So I, I love the way that you're putting it to people. Right. So I got to ask you this. How do we get into relationship yeah. shape? <laughs> right. Great. That that That's where I was hoping it would go for <laughs> sure. What does it mean to be in relationship shape? So, you know, in my new book, you know, I've just identified what I call seven relationship muscles, right? Okay. There's seven areas of our lives that we don't have to be perfect in them, but they need, those muscles need to be kind of strong and not flabby if you're going to make an extraordinary relationship. I mean, if you just want a mediocre relationship where you tolerate each other and don't kill each other, anybody can do that, right? right. But if you want a really good, sustainable, wonderful connection with someone, then you have to look at your seven relationship muscles and ask yourself, am I fit? Am I strong in that area? Or do I need to do some work? Mm. Okay. Now, uh, probably the juiciest muscle to work on, the, the one that probably sabotages most people is, is the one I call your relationship with your past. Okay. Mm. It, it's the, the, the past muscle. <laughs> right. 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 When you're for most, I mean, all of us have been hurt or betrayed or disappointed or lied to or ghosted or gaslighted. You know, we've all only the babies in the maternity ward have never been hurt. Okay. So everybody's got some baggage and some people have had real severe trauma in their childhood, adolescent years, and sometimes even beyond. Okay. So there's a spectrum, but everybody's got some baggage. Right. So it's not wrong or bad to have the baggage. It's what you do with it. Okay. And most of us, most of us for our baggage, it's not something that just happened. It's something that's happening. Like it's still mm-hmm. alive in us. It's still, it's still there. So like if you've been cheated on or deceived or betrayed in some way, it's so easy to have trust issues. It's so easy to be guarded or be suspicious, True. you know, to have kind of a wall around you, right? And I tell my clients, walls are great. They will keep you safe, mm-hmm. but they will keep you single. Feeling a little fuzzy, buddy? Maybe you need to drink a little bit more water. Your brain is about 75% water. When your brain is functioning in a full reserve of water, you will be able to think faster, be more focused, and experience greater clarity and creativity. So the simple solution? Drink more water. Fit Podcast is sponsored by Mountain Made CBD. Mountain Made is changing the CBD game by offering a line of high-dose CBD tablets at an affordable price. Their products are THC-free and third-party tested for accuracy, cleanliness, and potency. Their products, which ship nationwide, include Build for CBD saturation, Boost for precision titration, Recovery for rest and rehab. With nine years experience in hemp and fitness, Mountain Maid's founders are focused on creating a quality product to help those who live an activated lifestyle. 
check out www.mountainmade.life to find out more about how their products can help you crush life. Remember, their products ship nationwide. Go check out their website today and follow them on social media at M-N-T-M-A-D-E. I started using Mountain Maid's Build CBD tablets to help me with the injury in my elbow. And let me tell you something. Not only has the injury subsided, but now I can do push-ups and I'm back to bench pressing. So I encourage anybody who's interested to look up, check out Mountain Maid and all their products. I think you'll be glad you did. That's true. People can't get in either. Okay. They can't get in to hurt you, but they can't, they can't get in to love you. Right. So one of the biggest things we have to look at is how and where am I holding on to my past? How and where is my past affecting my ability to meet this next moment with a clean emotional slate, like an open heart. And I, I love using a, like a sports analogy. I've played a lot of professional golf in my background. Um, so golf is a great analogy for this. It's like all of sports psychology, really, mm -hmm. the whole field can be summed up in trying to help a person not be affected by the last pitch or at bat or play or shot or swing or whatever it was to be able to come to the next shot or pitch or at bat as if nothing's ever happened in the past like a clean slate you're not in the batter's box saying oh my god i struck out 30 times in a row i'm gonna miss this one or maybe i will uh, now the past is in the back it's in the batter's box with you you're not gonna hit the ball <laughs> <laughs> As a golfer, if you're mad and angry about the last one and it went way out to the right in the trees, the next one you hit probably going to go the opposite way, left in the water or something. So you have to learn, how do I let go of the pain? How do I let go of the past so that I can be present here and be in this moment for what it is and not project? See, because we've been cheated on. You're standing in front of somebody new and a part of you is going to, are you going to cheat on me too? Right. Like, I, right. I, I, you got to prove yourself to me. Right. You, know, you, you got to earn my trust. See, now that might sound logically rational, but if you have an attitude or you project this thing where you have to earn my trust, I, as a man, can feel like you're not mm -hmm. really open to me. You're not responsive. I, I feel some resistance and I don't really know what it is. But I certainly didn't didn't bring a sledgehammer on this date to right. knock down your wall. I'm just going to go to that girl over there because her <laughs> arms are wide open. She's like, come, come dance, come play. Don't be a jackass, but I'm here. I'm open. I'm ready. And you might be someone who has their arms crossed across their chest because you've been hurt. Right. And you're protecting yourself, which I totally understand, but it will sabotage your ability to create something. So we have to... We have to do our work on our past and there's all kinds of ways i, I we, we don't have time for it now but there's ways to go through what we've been through to not erase it from our memories i mean there's no spiritual lobotomy right you remember but there are ways to understand the pay the, the past to forgive to find reconciliation in whatever appropriate way so that you can leave the past where it belongs 
in the past. It's just something that happened. It's not alive in me and I'm not projecting it. I'm not reacting to it and I'm not fearing it and sabotaging myself. So that's just one of the muscles. Okay. (laughs) And they're, they're all like that, but that's the kind of work that I find that we need to do if we want to connect in a healthy way. So Roy, I got to ask you this because, you know, I love everything you're saying. I've said this before and you summarize it so adequately we live in a world which as you know we're in the tech technological world social media you know five minute abs six minute glutes you know what do you yeah. tell individuals who i'm sure you've dealt with they sit down they're like listen like you said i want to find a relationship i'm going to work on myself but i don't have the time yeah um then what do you have time for if not to improve yourself, if not to let go of the the limiting beliefs and the blockages that are keeping you from being the best version of yourself, what are you doing? Right? Um, Now, when you work with me as a coach, my program is spread out over a number of months so that what we're doing can fit into a person's life. But it comes down to just asking yourself, what's important to you? And if you if you have a relationship history like mine, where there's been kind of a lot of disappointing relationships that maybe they started out good, but they didn't finish very good, or maybe they're not even starting out. If your love life's important to you, you're going to have to devote some time. It it would be like if you're asking a medical doctor and your your cholesterol levels really high and you're you're really overweight and you can't walk up a flight of stairs without being winded. And, and you're like, I don't know if I have time to take care of my body. And the doctor said, okay, well, you're going to die by the time you're 50. I mean, mm. you know what I mean? So mm. what's important to you and what's important to us, we find time for, you know, and, and yet this, this work that I do, it's not that consuming, right? It's, it's, it can be quite fun to begin to see things about yourself that you haven't seen. But we do have to decide that I want a great love life and I I want to do whatever I need to do to create the possibility that I could be in intimacy with another human being and have it be a wonderful experience. And I I actually do think most people want that. I I do think most people are willing to do the work. They sometimes don't know what the work means. They, They sometimes might, you know, not they might be a little bit afraid of what they might find about themselves is like, kind of i don't really want to i don't want to look in there <laughs> right? right but um but i think most people they i think they really want a great love life yeah two, two more questions one mm-hmm. have you what do you tell individuals or have you met with individuals that you feel sabotage their own uh happiness or their attempt at happiness and what would you tell them yeah i i think when when you're not relationally fit, right? When your past is still alive in you. Another muscle is your relationship with your communication. Whether you're a revealer or a concealer, whether you play games or whether you're transparent and authentic. Another muscle is your relationship to your emotions, especially for us guys, okay? True. Historically, stereotypically, Right. Guys are not as emotionally intelligent as women seem to be. It's not true of all guys, of course. But in general, the feminine seems to be more at ease in that realm. But even even women sometimes 
need to grow in emotional intelligence on how to deal with their feelings and how to how to handle them, how to express them in healthy ways that create connection. So most of us need to strengthen our emotional muscle a little bit because that's the contact point in a relationship is our emotional bodies and, and how we connect, right? So there's a number of these muscles. We sabotage ourselves by not being very fit in those areas. If your past is still alive in you and you have a lot of anger and bitterness and resentment that's kind of carrying around in you and a lot of fear of being hurt again and suspicion, well, that's that's going to sabotage you, right. right? And if you're a person that is kind of afraid to be authentic and transparent and you kind of want to withhold certain things, I want to present a certain image to someone like this, I kind of call it redactive dating. Okay. Like the redactive word is like in politics. Sometimes you'll see a document coming out from the CN, the CIA. Right. And all the important stuff is blacked out. Right. <laughs> and it's like, that's the part I want to see, but they're covering up stuff. And we sort of date like that. Here's the stuff I, I kind of want to show you that I think you'll like, and you'll, you might be attracted to, but I'm not going to show you anything that I think you might reject Check. or judge or misunderstand. And so we present an image. We we present kind of a, a a partial version of ourselves. And then somebody might fall in love with us, but we never feel very secure because we know you've only fallen in love with the part I showed you. You don't really right. know that I got some anger issues. You don't know that I can drink too much. You don't know that sometimes I can be an emotional nightmare or something, whatever it might be. Right. So these are how we sabotage ourselves by by really not being in shape. And those flabby muscles produce another series of disappointing relationships. Roy, uh, my last question for you is, um, we asked all our guests this, if you could give three pieces of advice to uh, anybody listening out there, somebody that's right now like, listen, just give me three things right now that I could take with me until I can get up in contact with you, contact you, whatever. Yeah. Three pieces of, of, of advice. I'm on an emotional desert. What would they be? Yeah. Real quick, real easy. The first thing, change your mindset from I need to find the right person to I need to be the right person. Mm. Second thing, do your work. Find the courage to look inside and face whatever you need to face. And then the third thing, the most practical thing, since we're talking about getting in relationship shape, um, if you went to a gym and hired a personal trainer and you told them your goals, well, I want to get stronger or prepare for a marathon or whatever it is. The first thing any good fitness person in a gym is going to do is run you through a bunch of assessments to see where you are now to find out, okay, what am I working with now? If I know where you're starting from, oh, I can put a program together to get you where you want to go. Okay. Right. Well, why can't we do that with our love lives? That's what I do with my clients. They come to me and I know what the goal is. They want that healthy, sustainable relationship. Okay, they want to they, they want to create that. Well, we need to find out where you're starting from. Like, what is your current relationship fitness level? So the third thing that I would say is go to my website and there's a quiz on there. There's a self-test. It's called the Relationship Fitness Self-Assessment Test. It's a 30-question, true-false 
uh, test. It's absolutely free. It's just my gift to you. It's right there on the front page of coachingwithroy.com. You might even have a link for it on the show notes. If not, I'll send it to you and put it in there. Right. But it's a 30 question truth, false thing. Takes you maybe three, five minutes to take. It's, it's accurate. That's good news and bad news, (laughs) but it's extremely confidential. Even I don't see your results, but you immediately get an email that puts you into a fitness, a relationship fitness category. You're either ripped which no one's ever been ripped because nobody's perfect. Okay? But you're either ripped or you're skinny fat okay, <laughs> or you're overweight or you're unhealthy or you're in the category that I was in before I hired my coach. Like I took my, I wrote the test, but I took it from the mentality that I remember that I had back in those mm-hmm. days. And I, I scored in the lowest category. Of course, I was dangerously out of shape. Wow. So don't be surprised if the test says you need to work on yourself some, I don't know what category you'll fall into, but some people have been like, ouch. Well, if your love life was fantastic, you might not be listening to this, right? So if you are listening to this, there's chances are you probably need to work on something. Okay. So that would be the thing is like, find out your current fitness level, find out if you're flabby in some areas and strong in others so that you can, if you're going to work on yourself, you know what to work on. And that's what I would do as a coach. I would, you know, you'd share your results with me and we'd talk about that. And I would say, well, here's the program I'll put together with you to kind of get you in shape. And you can put an end to the drama and the divorce and being dumped and the disappointing relationships and create something great. So all of that is found at coachingwithroy.com. Awesome. Awesome. And you know what? I'm going to add a little piece of this to the listeners out there because I love everything that you said, Roy. I'm actually going to go and I'm going to take this test Yeah, and I'm going to talk a little bit about it on the show, uh, a part of the show so that, you know, you all can, cause you know how I am everybody out there. You know, I, I like to try things. I, I, I've done the Russian pull-up test. Yeah. I've done the push-up challenge. You know, if it's a challenge, I'm going to do it. So this is what Love I'm going to do. I'm yeah. going to go to Roy's website, which is Roy t- coaching with yep. Roy coachingwithroy.com just like that and i i tell people if you're going to buy a house don't you want to check your credit rating because if you need to fix it like a bank is not going to give you money if your credit rating sucks right so you might want to find out what your credit rating is so you can you can raise it a little bit so you can get the loan and get the house it's the same thing find out your fitness level because that's the key to creating a great relationship it's not about the partner it's about you so yeah Coaching okay, with Roy. We're, we're, we're going to do this. I'm going to I'm gonna put myself out there for you guys out there. Don't say I don't love you guys. I'm going to put myself out there. All right. And this is going to be awesome. Yeah. Roy, it has been a pleasure talking with you. Thank you so much for joining us here on the Daily Fit Podcast. Roy, Bianca, Lana, everybody. We are going to try to have him back because this is awesome. Sounds um, good. I love it. I yeah. love it. Thank you very much. And, uh, best best of everything to, to the people watching and listening i know you've heard me talk about mountain made now let me tell you about their product system build 50 milligram cbd tablet to saturate your system Boost 
10 milligrams CBD chewable plus electrolytes to help you titrate your CBD levels throughout the day. Recovery. End the day with a 25 milligram CBD chewable plus magnolia to maximize your rest and recovery. That's 105 milligram of CBD each day at an affordable price. All of the products are THC free and shipped nationwide. With three easy ways to pay, order your CBD today and become part of the Mountain Made community. Activate your lifestyle today and go like hell. With over 25 athletes, lifestyle enthusiasts, clinicians, and physicians backing them, their product lines are continuing to prove themselves as the real deal. You can find out more at www.mountainmade.life. Check them out on social media at MNTMADE. It's time for another podcast excursion. Join us. We are the Della Fit Podcast. I would like to say thank you to Roy Biancalana for joining us today. Um, quick apology to everybody out there. If you were listening to the interview and you were wondering why it sounded as though I was uh far away or something like that um come to find out that during (laughs) setting up um the microphone was not actually plugged in i checked all the wires as i tend to do just before a recording and i don't know how i missed it uh i just i just did so i deeply apologize for everybody i don't think it impacted too greatly but um it was something i noticed later after i actually went back and listened to the interview but nonetheless an amazing interview, uh, amazing energy with Roy. And I love, I want to say this, I love how he was able to communicate about the fitness level of our emotions and the health level of our relationships. As I've said before, health, fitness, it's all the same. It makes no difference what it is, whether it's our emotions, whether it's our mental health, whether it's our spiritual health, financial health, it is all the same. And until we actually start to look at everything as though in a health and fitness mindset, then we are limiting ourselves and our growth and our success moving forward. Um, I love how Roy was touching on the fact of men and our how we relate to our relationships especially uh when it comes to our parents because the truth of it is is that and i've discovered this as i've gotten older um our parents are the bar they are the bar of how we set our relationships how we interact and communicate with other individuals and the type of relationships that we develop they're the bar as far as if we are going to do something or we're not going to do something um they're the measuring rod and it is very important that as we progress through life as we learn about certain things as we learn about ourselves that we continue to uh ask ourselves questions fitness is nothing that stops it's not a static art form it's not a static science excuse me it continues to grow 
just like communication communication does not cease it doesn't have a level where it's like okay we've communicated and we're done no we continue to do this throughout our lives and we should continue to work on these things as we grow and it is increasingly important that we do uh roy definitely touched on so many of those things and i'm so grateful to him to have been able to come on to the show um i can't tell you how much fun it was to speak with him and how enlightening a lot of the things that he said was i hope for all of you out there listening that you enjoyed it that you were definitely able to take away some really powerful and potent tips where it comes to the information that roy was sharing because it's so important so important um please please get in touch with this man i would encourage everybody to get in touch with roy biancalana uh go to his website go you can follow him on instagram you can follow him on twitter facebook you can go to his website let me see if i can pull up his website uh very quickly for you all um see if i can pull up that information for you uh if i can't get it on the computer i actually have it in the links where you can find it but again reach out to this man reach out to this fantastic human being who is working to further help people develop the emotional and relationship strength and fitness that we all need it is so super important it's so super important and part of the duty or rather to say part of the the reason this show exists is to act as a conduit and a connection to amazing positive coaches mentors and professionals who are doing amazing things in humanity who want to help you you the listener out there improve upon themselves so please take advantage of this you know this 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 is what we're about here this is the de la fit podcast at its finest for everyone out there i'm gonna get ready to end this interview um i'm gonna ask all of you if you like the content if you like the content that we are creating if you find it useful please follow us follow us on our social media you can find us at instagram on uh you can find us at instagram at de underscore la underscore fit podcast you can find us on twitter at de la fit podcast you can find us at facebook at de la fit podcast we will be developing a linkedin um uh, uh, uh page very soon and we have, of course we're on youtube you can find us at de la fit podcast and we are everywhere where podcasts are streamed uh one of our uh the things we have accomplished is we are on audible as well so that's something i'm so super proud of i'm so super 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 proud of that audible is something that i've always been a fan of i love audio books um i've been a reader since i was young thank you mom for that and um i just i, I i'm so super proud of that so everybody out there please if you like the content we're creating if you like the message that we are putting out there Do us a favor, follow us, subscribe, help us out, you know, support us because we are going to continue to create this content as long as you deem it necessary. And we're we're creating it to further help and support our human beings, our brothers and sisters out there, you know, humanity as a whole, because humanity has such unlimited 
potential to be amazing as long as we can do the right thing and help each other pull each other up by our bootstraps grab each other by the hand come on bro come on sis let's do it so i want to thank you for everybody that tunes in again you can find us on our website at www.daylifitpodcast.com we are at or, or you can email us at daylifit13 at gmail.com excuse me yeah gmail.com <laughs> and please send us messages you know we are also on anchor you can actually send us voice messages if you are on anchor and we will be getting our um our hotline back up very soon so please follow us subscribe support us because we will definitely support you as always please be safe be happy be healthy when you are treating others like you would treat yourself you are doing a valuable service to humanity you are continuing to make the circle of life a beautiful place to flourish with all that said be happy be healthy and peace you've been listening to the delafit podcast Ta-ta for now.